Super Bowl weekend. Here we go. We got chicken wings. We got beer. We got football on a fr- Sunday afternoon. And we have gambling. But we also have our first ever Super Bowl podcast. The boys are here, Ian. Welcome them in for the Super Bowl special. What's up, everybody? We are excited to get rolling for the Super Bowl. It's going to be a hell of a game. I, I mean, you have to think. You have to think preseason, if you could pick any teams to make it, Brady and Mahomes would be really, really high on that list. So I'm looking forward to it. we got to welcome in Murph. we got to walk, welcome in Coach Colville. Boys, thanks for coming on. Let's get it going. Thanks for having us, guys. I'm, yeah, can I say something us. real quick? I've, yeah. I do this before every Super Bowl. I spend the whole week thinking about how we only have one more football game left. So I'm kind of banking on you guys to, like, up my – like, I keep getting bummed out, man. We only got one game left. Well, I'm gonna bum you out quickly because we okay, wanted this cool. to be a mega. We wanted this to be a mega podcast. We wanted Tomes to be on as well. He was coming on, unfortunately. He had a family emergency, so prayers for Tomes and his family. I know he wanted to be here, and we'll have him back again. So, because it's the Super Bowl special, one thing that one thing that is prominent about every Super Bowl is the props. There are. Gatorade showers, there are halftime show props, there are coin flips, there are anthem links, there is just your standard props that you have for every game, but times by a million. And then some of my personal favorites, which we did, I, I did not get to when we picked this, is like, will Tyreek Hill have more yards than the Boston Celtics have points? Like cross sport props. So what we're going to do here, guys, is we're going to do we all brought props that we're going to bring to the table that we are excited about, that we are that we want to bet on, or that we feel we should call out to the listeners. We're then going to get to some storylines, and then we're going to pick the game. Is everyone ready to go? All right. Beautiful. Let's get to the props. So I said bring three. I did not obey by that. Ryan, did you obey the rule of three? Um... No, not really. For the most part. I mean, I, I was glancing around, so I, I, I have a few. So let's throw out your first one. Let's get some thoughts on it, and we'll just we'll, we'll go around and see. Uh, we'll see what everyone else has got. Yeah. So I mean, I'm going to start us off and keep it football related here because I know there's not a, there's a lot of non-football stuff going on with the Super Bowl. And uh, to me, you know, you guys know that I'm, I'm a big horse racing fan. I follow it a lot. So you know, any horse player knows that you know when you're looking at betting that you're looking for vulnerable favorites and you're trying to bet against the vulnerable favorites. So the, the one that I picked out that I um, liked a lot, it's a pretty simple one. I think it's going to get us going a little bit here today. Um, it's the first touchdown score. Ooh. And what I like about this one is there's a lot of good numbers here, right? So, I mean, obviously the Kelsey's and the Tyree kills are, you know, plus 500 and Mike Evans plus 900. Um, but the ones I liked is a guy like Scotty Miller. You took the words right out of my mouth. Wow. Took the words right out of my mouth. Scotty Miller plus 1,800. Sammy Watkins plus 1,800. So there's some good numbers here where you can just sort of take a stab at it that are kind of down the down the chain a little bit. And, you know, you just, to me, it's a good bet. When you're, when you're taking guys that are a little bit – off the board, but not too far off the board where it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's legitimate possibility. Scotty Miller scores the first touchdown or Sammy Watkins scores the first touchdown. So, so this is, to me, this is an easy one where you can kind of pick somebody that's a little bit more of a long shot. And you can sprinkle. I, so you can take a I got, couple. Exactly. I got a question though. 
Has Watkins had a good game this year? First game of the year. That's what he does. The Super Bowl no, last year no, no, and no, the first, first game, game of this year. If you if and you then, let me uh, finish, uh, what I'm saying is that if he's had one good game, it means he's due for one more. But if he had go. had two good games, he's tapped. That's my point. Watkins is very much in play. So who's your? If you let's lay it down here to the listeners, what do you get? You can do a sprinkle, little sprinkle of Sammy and Scotty for the first touchdown. Yeah, I would probably do Sammy and Scotty. Both they're both plus eighteen hundred. So I think those those are good numbers, and I, I'd feel not confident that they're going to score first, but I'd feel pretty good. What's so, Gronk? I, uh, I actually have it all here. I believe Gronk is he's plus eleven hundred. I, I had him at plus nine hundred on my site, I believe, but that makes 11, sense. 900 doesn't interest me. 1100 is a little interesting only because there is a chance that Brady gets nostalgic. And I mean, I hope, I really hope that the chiefs aren't wasting Tyron Matthew on Rob Gronkowski. Um, But there's an opportunity. Can I interest you? It is 11 to one. Can I interest you in Rob Gronkowski? Anytime score at, at plus 225. No, really? No, because there are weeks where he's just phased out of the offense, right? So for plus 225, you like it, it's the odds aren't good enough that it's like, hey, this is worth going after. I mean, if it's plus 1100, plus 1800, whatever the other numbers we're talking about, it's a different story. But there are weeks where Gronkowski just is not involved. Now, I would bet plus 1100 or 11 to 1. I think there's a significant chance he scores. So I can go one of two ways because there was two segues I could have taken out of this, Ryan. I really like that. The sprinkle on the long shots for first touchdown scored. You can even go Gronk, Scotty, and Sammy Watkins and still come away with money if you hit one of them. I'm going to go, I'll go to my touchdowns. This is my first one. I have Pat Mahomes anytime score as for, for one of my props. He's only scored three rushing touchdowns this year. But the dancing down the sidelines in the playoffs, I was, I'm not sure if it was in the Super Bowl last year or if it was in the AFC title game. It's just ingrained in my mind. Like I was thinking potentially, I know Joe House said it on the Bill Simmons podcast, of taking both Mahomes and Brady. But with playoff Lenny, I'm not sure if I'm going to roll that way. But I am going to take Mahomes plus 250 as an anytime score. And this actually leads into one of my other bets. It doesn't mean he has to run it in. He could also catch it. Okay, hang on. Hang on. I'm going to let other... Hang on. Who on this Tampa Bay defense is he outrunning? With Kirsto. It doesn't matter. Bingo. 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 Who on this defense... Congratulations. Who on this defense is he outrunning? Bruce? Ian, is Bruce Arians on the field? Ian, this is the Super Bowl. This this isn't regular uh, Sunday where you can just look at all this kind of stuff. This is a, a, on the fourth yard, on the four yard line, third and four. You got Kelsey cr- coming across. David follows Kelsey, and Mahomes does a pump fake to Tyreek in the back right hand corner and just waltzes right in. That, hey, that, hey, if you want to throw your money away, that's it's fine. Nice. I'm just asking. I don't know who on that Tampa Bay beat defense. He is, even if he has the advantage, he's remotely beating in a foot race. It's the reason Aaron Rodgers didn't run last week in that third down that everyone's talking about, or the second down that everyone's talking about. He didn't run because Jason Pierre-Paul, who is Jason Pierre-Paul, a lineman, is going to catch him. Plus 250 for Pat Mahomes to walk into the end zone? I'm taking it. I got got a lot more. Connor, why don't don't you jump in here? What do you got? I got to take this one before any of you guys do. 
The coin toss is my favorite bet of the year. I agree. Mine's that's my favorite too. one. Me too. I think it. I just pick one. You can't, and, and the odds are actually probably better than anything else. 50 50 can't be. They are. I'll take yeah. Last I looked, it was minus 103 for both of them when I looked last night. I'm so like, I'm so fired up to bet on the coin toss. Okay. So what's oh, the coin toss this year? Cause I've well, already, I lie, if I, if I tell you and a bunch of other people take it, the money's going to shit. I've already entered, Sunday. I've entered mine. All right. What you on? I'm in on tails. All right. Heads. I'm going heads. <laughs> <laughs> But we like, is the, this? We gotta keep the money even. We gotta keep it even. But the, like the, they always use these like special Super Bowl coins. Is this, is it weighted differently? So my, I had every intention of looking up like how much does the head official bench? What's the weather gonna be like? It's an outdoor stadium. How many times has it been heads or tails? It's a fucking coin toss. Hold it's on. To, well, you it's supposed to rain run. though. Isn't it supposed to rain? See, exactly. Yeah. So if it rains, you're not gonna get a bounce because they play on. Uh, they play on grass. What kind of grass? I think it's Bermuda. No, it's not Bermuda. It doesn't matter. They play on grass in Tampa. So you're not going to get a bounce if it's if it's raining. You know what I mean? So you got to factor that in too. So we got heads minus 103. Pat Mahomes anytime score plus 250. We have Sammy Watkins, Rob Gronkowski, and Scotty Miller to get the first touchdown. Plus 11 to, uh, 11 to 1, 14 to 1, 14 to 1. Ian, what do you got? We're going to be rich. So mine here is what will happen first in the game. And it's sack or touchdown. Sack is plus 110, touchdowns minus 145. So obviously the easy bet is the touchdown based on these two offenses. But I think that we're, and we're going to talk about this during the game, but I think there's, if Tampa Bay is going to win, it's going to be because they get after Mahomes. And I also think on the other side that if Kansas City is going to win, Chris Jones needs to be heard from. So, I mean, it's not obviously plus 110 isn't enough to go crazy over. I do. I don't know that I'd bet it, but I find it intriguing. I, I Again, I don't think I'd bet it. I find it super intriguing. And I can see a path where Mahomes gets sacked before he throws a touchdown. I love this. I wouldn't bet it, but I want you to bet it. Oh, I don't think I, I wouldn't bet any of these. I wouldn't bet any of these. What? Like, I, Look, props are fun. Right. And that's what it's all about. Couple bucks here, couple bucks there. Fine. But there are people out there throwing hundreds, thousands at this stuff. And it's it's such an it's such an imperfect science. It's honestly a guess. But if we're if if the idea of the game is to have fun, then I could see a real scenario where a sack happens first. Why are you put being this way. such a why are you being such a downer? Put, put it, this way. Every gambling is, is a guess. Thought. It's all no, a there's guess. more. No, but no, but this is this is like okay, like another one. What colors the Gatorade? How could any of us oh, possibly no, know no, that? Those are just fun. Those are just That's what fun. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But there, my point is on the sack bet, there are more sack worth there could be more sack worthy plays, a play where a sack could happen than a play where a touchdown could happen. That's undoubtedly true. So that is going by the numbers. So Mahomes Wait, has been Ryan, sacked Ryan a lot. Wanted, Ryan wanted to jump back. This year. Tell me. And there's no Fisher. No, I know that. That's why I actually really like that prop, especially if I'm Mahomes, saying. if Kansas City gets the ball first. I really like that. Tom Brady does not get sacked. Ryan, what do you think? I, I mean, I would go sack. I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I think that's – both these teams pile up sacks. I mean, Tampa throws a lot of pressure at the quarterback. So, to, to say a sack will happen before a touchdown, I think that's legitimate. Sure. So keep it going, Ryan. 
Well, I mean, Ian just brought it up, so I'm I'm, I'm going to roll with this. The the color of the Gatorade. Ooh. So I mean, to me, this one's easy because they're giving you three options at plus three fifty. So it's what I have is orange at one at plus one fifty, red mm. at plus one sixty five, lime green, yellow at plus three fifty. Blue at plus eight hundred, clear or water at plus six twenty five. I have a question. Yeah, is these are all the NFL is a Gatorade league, correct? Yes. Okay. Does so is it lemon lime, or is lime and lemon? Because do they have a? It's the color, not the flavor. It's it's either like a greenish color or a yellow color. To me, that's if they're giving me green and yellow. (laughs) Do they have a green? I'm going. I'm not a Gatorade guy. I'm the opposite. It should be the flavor. So is li- is I lemon feel, lime yellow is my question. I feel like yes. yellow's I feel like yellow's but I mean like yeah but yeah, maybe. Did, right. did I just or, break you? Well, yeah, uh, you no, did. what what we did find is that Connor needs to be waiting on the sidelines to taste the Gatorade yeah, we need to then report tester. back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. My guess would be orange, but I don't know. I didn't know they had a green. I'm just orange I don't drink Gatorade. Favorite. How is red not the pick here? Both teams are red. Cuz red's uh last year orange it was a different favorite. color than the two primary teams. Exactly. We're due. These are the ones. Yeah. So what I, was it last year? Do we also, know? If you I think it was purple last year. Also, if you take water or clear, you're just like you're not fun. Like screw you. You suck. Purple purple's plus fifteen hundred. I mean, do we yeah do we go take back it. to back on that? Back one? to wow. back back to back jacks. I don't know. Purple might be the I love play. the I love the wording of this on odd shark. What color liquid will be poured on the game winning coach? <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna jump in. This is my, this is my favorite one. Uh, sorry, that's a lie. The, the, my next one is my favorite. But this one actually is one of those things. You know, with props again, it's a lot about feel. Most of the time with props, you want to take the under and you want to take no because Vegas knows that people bet overs and yeses more than they bet unders and nos because it's more fun. That's the whole point of props, as Ian had mentioned, which is why we do this podcast is to have some fun and hopefully, you know, educate and entertain some people. So this one, I looked at this and there's always a player, someone in the Super Bowl, or always is, is a pretty strong word, but a lot of times there's a player in the Super Bowl that's a running back or a wide receiver who very much outperforms what they would normally do week to week. And so I start looking through the list and, you know, Scotty Miller popped up. I'm like, okay, well, you know, his oh, the James yards. White effect. That's what we should call it. James White. Effect. Well, I had it as that's the, a, I had it as the Corey Clement effect from Ooh. the Philly. Uh, was it Philly? Right. Yeah. From the Philly game where he had like a hundred yards on four catches and everyone honestly, was like rushing honestly, to draft him. It could just be the Nick Foles effect. I mean, let's fucking be real here. <laughs> that's you're probably right. So my pick for the Corey Clement, Nick Foles award this year is McCole Hardman. His over-under for the game is 28 and a half for, for receiving yards. The, oh, over. the over is minus 115. I am locking in McCole Hardman with 28 and a half. And I think his longest receiving yards, like the longest uh, catch for him is 18 and a half. I'm, I would also lock that in because he's one of those guys just like catches the line of scrimmage and just gone. You think it's Tyree Kill until it's not Tyree Kill. Especially so, since Demarcus Robinson, I don't know, is playing. I, I didn't he get he's, COVID? Yes. He's very much questionable. So that one I really like. Does anyone have any thoughts about my McCall Hardman pick? Other than Ian, obviously, I, I think he likes it. If yeah, I had I to pick a guy, though, 
if I had to pick a guy for that thing, for that particular True, for one, that award, yeah. I I think I think Scotty Miller's the obvious one, but I love Scotty Miller. Like I have I, I love Scotty Miller. Ricky Seals um, Jones. No, I don't see anything like that. Um the, the this one's difficult, right? Because you know, it, it's not a LaShawn McCoy thing. I don't think we see Ronald Jones all that much because of Fournette. Um, I'm wondering if it's one of those Chiefs running backs, Darryl like Daryl Williams, um, that like one of those dudes. You know, so basically, think, you like 28 and a half from McCole Hardman, but you're not sure if he. It, you think he might just get 30, and it's a winner, but he might not win that award. I think winning the award, I think Thompson has a real shot because I think he's the best running back on that team. Okay. So uh, you mentioned Fournette. His total receiving yards is 23 and a half. Do we trust his hands enough, though? I think his longest rush was, uh, like, at least receiving. a bet. His longest receiving. Rush, no. Oh, that's what I'm bet. saying. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like overall he's being, like, weirdly slept on by Vegas in this game. Like, his longest run when I was looking this morning was still at, like, nine and a half yards or something like that. It could have cha- They could have changed it by now. But it was something weird like that where, like, one run when they're really trying to go into pass protect. Well, and against this rush defense, which is yep. atrocious, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is atrocious. It, Tyreek Hill, his over his longest catch, 27 and a half. You got to think over. it's over. You got to think it's over. Like, these over are just some. Will route. I just wanted to throw a couple out that were kind of in line yeah, with what I was gonna saying. He's going to look at Carlton Davis and just be like, goodbye. And, and, and you got to run by you. And the, Ian mentioned this on our pod earlier. I, I stayed away from all Kelsey props. Does anyone have a Kelsey prop that they want to throw out that they that they are picking? Because if not, then I'll continue. If you do have a Kelsey I, prop, please jump in. I have a pseudo one. Okay. So I I think the I'm going. Trust me here. I'm going. I'm going on a bit of a trail. Love it. Plus two hundred right now for God to be the first person mentioned by the Super Bowl MVP. And I was trying to think of the only guy that might not do that. And I think Kelsey would shout out his family before he said, thank, thank God I just won this or we won or something like that. Does like, Brady I think he's always... likely to shout out his friends and family. Does There's... Brady always? Yes. I don't think Brady's going to win it. If Tampa wins, who would win the MVP? That's a question. Brady's winning it. Yeah, you Tampa's have to think winning. he wins it. And Tampa's winning well, then we don't even have to get the picks because Ian's already decided the Tampa's winning. <laughs> you guys you swayed me. Bad idea to sleep on God at plus 200. That's all I'm saying. It's oh, no, I, God. I, I, I like that. I think if Pat wins, if Pat wins for it's sure, a lock. no question. It's a lock. The, the the kid from Tyler, Texas is not not saying God. It's it's yeah. a lock. It's yep. God. Um, but, you know, it, you bring up an interesting point. Now, I said, and I guess it's pseudo the Kelsey thing. What would Kelsey have to do to win the MVP? You got to think like 150, three touchdowns, and one yeah. of them's running. Right. And you know what Kelsey has to do? And then I want Ryan to jump in here for a minute. Kelsey has to out Gronk Gronk. I think I was on this podcast, maybe not. Um, where I was talking about where I think that we're seriously getting to the point. We need to consider that Travis Kelsey is the best tight end we'll ever see. And if he can do this with to the guy he's chasing in that regard, because frankly, Tony Gonzalez was amazing. Antonio Gates was amazing. None, neither of these, neither of those two guys could touch these two. And I, I think that would be poetic. 
So I think Kelsey for MVP, depending on what it is, is super interesting. I mean, he's uncoverable as it is. Even, you know, these Tampa Bay linebackers are going to give it a give it a whirl. But Kelsey for MVP, I kind of like. I know that's off topic, but I kind of like it. Ryan, what do you think? I mean, I always like I mean, to me, he's the most likely offensive player to win MVP on Kansas City outside Mahomes. And the, the crazy part between Kelsey and Gronk, because, I mean, they're to me, they're if they're not the two best tight ends, We've seen. Yeah, can we have this? Can we quickly have this discussion? They're they're at least you know in, in this current era they're the two best of the last you know fifteen years. If if you take Gates and Gonzalez out of the equation, but you know these two. But the crazy part is 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 Gronk. Gronk has he, he had a great career, eight, like eight years. Then he he was hurt by the end. He retired. He came back. Now he's kind of like the you know, half of what Gronk was, but he's the same age as Kelsey. <laughs> They're both the same age, which is really weird because Kelsey seems like he's like in his prime. What? Gronk- you watch Kelsey and he's Megatroning people. Yeah. They're the exact same age. I think, I think Gronk's like six months older than Kelsey. No way. Yeah. So wait, so yeah. am I, so you're saying in the last 15 years, you're not willing to go as far as I am. I didn't feel like that was a hot take. I think Gonzalez, where Gonzalez is going to have it, is just the sheer volume. The sheer volume of his production, oddly enough, a lot of it was in Kansas City, um, is pretty amazing. But Kelsey, we're talking about, what, three straight 1,000-yard seasons? Yeah, I mean, like... It's absurd. He was, like, top five in league receiving. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I don't know if he's better than Gronk yet. I mean, if if he does this for another two, three years, I, I would say he probably is. But Gronk was just... What made Gronk different was he was such an inline tight end who could block. He did a little bit of everything. Not like, you know, these other tight ends that are basically pseudo wide receivers. And Kelsey just doesn't, he's more like that wide receiver guy. Like he, he, he blocks a little bit. He's not bad at it, but Gronk, you can line him up, you can line him up on the offensive line. He block with the, with the best of them. So I, I I think Gronk's all around ability kind of what separates him, and then you know maybe if Kelsey just you know he's, if he's got two or three more thirteen hundred yard seasons in him, maybe he passes him just in sheer production. So the, Kelsey to win the MVP is ten to one. I don't mind it, and yet I I think it's I think it's too I think it's too low because you got to think if he's killing it, Mahomes is getting the credit even still. He's still yeah. getting the passing yards, still getting the, pa- the passing TDs. So, so can we talk roadmap real quick? Well, no, road- let's get there with the game. No, no, no I'm saying, but the roadmap to, to Kelsey, Kelsey winning, yeah. the roadmap to Kelsey winning is Davis, right. Or Dave, Carlton Davis proves that he's an elite corner and he's able to, him and the safeties between Winfield and whoever are able to sort of corral Tyreek Hill. Watkins doesn't play much because he hasn't played in like three months. So you're basically left with, McCauley Harbin, whatever Clyde Edwards Hilaire is, and Thompson, right? And then obviously yeah. Kelsey. So Kelsey, if Kelsey, if if Hills like held to like 50 yards and Mahomes puts up like 250-ish and a couple touchdowns, and all that is to Kelsey, like if Kelsey goes for 150 and two touchdowns and all of Mahomes' touchdowns are but, there, I could see him winning. Well, let's just say last yeah, week's I, game, I, last week's game, really quick, Ryan. Last week's game, they beat the Bills, right? They win 38 to 24. Kelsey had 120 and two. 
And, not enough. It's not enough because Mahomes had 325 and three. Not enough. Kelsey's not yeah. winning the MVP with that. I mean, shit, it's half his yardage, though, just about. And yet I mean, it doesn't matter. Two-thirds of his touchdowns. Yeah, but it still doesn't matter. Mahomes is winning the MVP with that. That's my point. The, yeah. the roadmap here is like Mahomes has two picks, and he, the only outlet is Kelsey. <laughs> on that on that note now, Travis Kelsey is now Davis White's dad. That's it. There, I never want to hear that Davis White is, a, is an elite corner ever again. Travis Kelsey – Made to Davis White his son. I thought it was Poyer that was covering him for most of the game. I think it was. White. It was Poyer, hundred percent. It absolutely was not. Go back and look at the touchdowns. He's. I thought it was. Tre it Davis was Hill White. who Hill made White his son by torching him for one eighty. That poor guy. That poor guy had had a rough go. If Buffalo had had Tre'Davious White on Kelsey, then that's on the coach, not on Tre'Davious White. Tre'Davious well, White, fine. complete mismatch. I agree with you. It's just a size like there's. All Kelsey's got to do is put him on his back and it's over. It's just complete mismatch. All right, let's get back to props, Connor. Get us back online. Guys, I've been quiet because I've been trying to research Bitcoin the last three minutes, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> what will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? Will it go up or will it go down? Last year it went down. I think a lot of people were at Super Bowl parties. They weren't checking their portfolio. They weren't actively thinking, hey, I should buy and sell Bitcoin while I'm eating artichoke dip. You know, have a lot artichoke of people dip. on their own couch. What yeah, Super yeah, Bowl yeah, parties whatever. are you at? <laughs> whatever dip. You know, whatever. Artichoke dip is good, like man. Most, That's definitely a Super Bowl. Why are, you like at a most, su- why are you at a Super Bowl party with the CEO of Whole Foods? I was trying to think of the most average, like, just plain Jane dip that I could for the people out in the Midwest that listen. So... Here's the deal. I think there's going to be a lot of people on their couch. I think everyone's going to get to see the commercials before and after the Super Bowl, so it's not as big of a thing as it used to be. I think we're going to see some movement. I think Bitcoin's going up. On a Tuesday? (laughs) (laughs) Are you calling it a lock that Bitcoin's going up? Is this your lock of the week? It's a lock. Bitcoin, in my last three minutes of research and trying to understand Bitcoin, it's a lock. My most fun. With a prop. And it's my third that I'm putting out on the podcast is take this bet. Over 2.5 throwers of the football in the game. I love this bet. I bet it every year, every single year. It's you plus. It's yeah. Well, look at the look at the the Eagles and the, the uh and the Pats. I mean, you realize that game was three years ago. Yes, you're talking about three years. I bet of it every year, and, and for plus money for for the fun and the sheer enjoyment of hoping that someone else is going to throw a football, like when they do, like one of, one of those sweeps, and all of a sudden he stops up. Le'Veon Bell might stop up, or God knows who. Sammy Watkins stops up to throw. Doesn't he have to be caught? As soon as he throws it, you win money. I love it. Kelsey was a quarterback. Connor, I, I can't say it better myself, buddy. I love it. Antonio Brown throwing a. a, a not a touchdown, but throwing a pass in the Super Bowl at plus 115. Oh, I am taking that. I love it. Ian hates it. Connor likes fun. Tomes, does Tomes like fun? Should we? Tomes, Tomes loves fun. fun. Tomes loves fun. So Tomes is in on that bet. Ryan, any other thrower? Yeah, I'm the, the one that caught my eye, and I don't love the odds, but it was just, it got the, the basis around the, around the question got my, my uh, curiosity going. So the one I, when I was looking at is the first missed field goal. Is it a left or is it right or is it short? And to me, there's no way it's going to be short. 
right? These are NFL kickers. No, unless unless somebody's going to try a you know seventy yard field goal, it's not going to be short. And you got two right footed kickers. They're both going to hook it. So there's a high probability that it's going to go left. If it, the first missed field goal will miss left. And I, honestly, I, I don't know what happens if neither one misses it. But, but I'm I, pulling I, this I, up because there is good odds on this. Will there be a missed extra point? Yes is, plus, rich. yes is plus 220. It's Harrison Bucker. There's a good – I would say, I, I'll go for that. Harrison he, Bucker. Yeah, because he, he – no, no, he, he makes every field goal. Yeah, he makes misses field goals. every every extra point I, at exactly. plus 220. Can we all be in unison that that needs to be on our prop board? Yeah. I Done. love it. Love it. Love it. We got an extra one. Ian, you haven't given out a prop since the beginning. You got two. I got can, one more. Can you go back I got back? one more. Um – like Drake, I, I love. I'm loving. I'm loving the. Um, I'm loving the the, the Drake references. Um, this one I like. How many times will the Patriots be mentioned? And the over under is set at two. I ooh, I had one and a half, and I saw this one too. Like that, Ian. I think over. I agree. I think that, it's yeah. going to cover in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Now the Trump. It's a CBS. It's a CBS game, right? What's the mentions for Belichick? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Romo and Nance. So yep. Romo's going to be like, ah, I used to watch with the Patriots, and uh, ah, Brady used to do that all the time. I will not stand for Tony Romer slander on this podcast. I'll, well, then I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet. Yeah, okay, I'm no leave problem. Too. <laughs> no problem. See you guys. All the best. Stop talking so much. I'm, I'm very excited. I love And sometimes he exactly. gets like so fired up. He's like, oh, my God, look at that safety. Oh, Romo. Yeah. I thought you meant me. Oh. <laughs> no, Romo. Romo sounds yeah, like Romo. me watching the Royal Rumble, but I kind of like him for it. Like when I'm watching the Royal Rumble, I freak out over stuff that's like just painfully obvious that no one needs to hear me talk about. And then you yeah. guys tell me to shut up in the group chat. So Romo Ian, just like go ahead, Ryan, go ahead. my anxiety. Romo, he just talks way too much. He's really, really smart when he talks. Yeah, he he's great. brings up yeah. really good points, but he's way too like – it's like he's like on – speed or something when you get yeah like sometimes i just want to be a fat slob and watch the game like i don't (laughs) need to know why that safety swiveled his hips like that one direction like one direction like i get it you're smarter than i am but like let's just pick our spots a little bit like i think he's amazing like when when you're in the red zone and and he's like watch this it's going to go to the tight end on a post pattern or whatever and he calls it out like yeah that's cool it's also like bro like why are you telling me what's going to happen in the game before and then, it happens? And then when oh it happens, he starts God. screaming it at you. Yeah. You guys, I I, my anxiety. Jim, you guys I told scream you. stuff at me when you're right. Like, <laughs> I, I told you. my anxiety. Jim, I told you. No, uh, by the way, the fact that Ian is calling out Tony Romo for calling people out when he's right, when Ian will legit send you a full-blown essay when he is right, is one of the most hypocritical things I've ever heard. But let's get this back to the podcast, okay? To be fair, because I did just do that to you. Yes. Yes. I just sent you. I just sent you a link on Twitter about how True Davis White was shadowing Travis Kelsey, and it didn't go well. Well, then there you go. See, calling people out. You mentioned sacks, Ian. I have the odds for the first sack of the game. Let's go around the horn before we get to any uh, middling uh, props that we have, so everyone can pick who is your first sack of the game. Either team. Let's start with Ian because he called it out. So just give me a minute because on Tampa, there's obviously a ton of, I mean, KC, there's really only one, right? You have to think if anyone's getting a sack, it's likely 
going to be Jones. I mean, unless you're a Frank Clark believer. But Four of the know. top six are Tampa Bay players. Right, right. Between the two linebackers. To me, if it's anyone on Tampa, I think it's going to be JPP. Been in a Super Bowl before. Um, by the way, looks super explosive. Like, super explosive. And I think if they line him up over that left tackle, I think there's a real chance. There's a real he, chance. I think He's, he's I, the I, favorite at plus 350. Oh, is he the favorite? Then I wouldn't touch him at that. Uh, there's another guy I'm not going to say. It's a particular favorite of Ryan's that I think could be likely to. Evan White? That dude is so fast. So who's your pick, Ryan? He's so fast. For for sack? For of the sack? Game. Yeah. I, I, I would have to lean that it will be Tampa. Mm-hmm. There's too many guys, dude. There's, There's too so many guys fast. too good at it. And I'm going to go Shaq Barrett. I think Shaq Barrett. Ooh, good Damn one. It. Shaq Barrett really is, that was mine. is second at four to one. By the way, can we talk about fast? The The speed that that guy gets off the line is insane. He's like Devontae Adams, but on defense. And let's, uh, let's just put this out there as well. He's going to look amazing in a Bengals uniform next year. Vita Vea is not listed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vita Vey is going to introduce himself to Clyde Edwards-Alaire real quick. Mine was also Barrett. Before I give the picks, Ooh, Connor, d- d- do you want to jump in, Connor? Well, Barrett, Barrett was mine. Uh, we already covered him, so it's fine. But by the I mean, no odds, Devin White, eh? <laughs> by the I odds, think White's going to be on Kelsey almost all game. I think Kelsey's going to. I eat think him they're going to try. I I think that's what they're going to try to do the entirety of the game. I mean, I wouldn't you rather have David? I'd personally rather have David covering Kelsey. I got a long shot, too. I want the guy that's fast as hell in country strong covering Kelsey. I'll I'll tell you this. Go ahead, Ryan, because then I I want to throw a couple up. I'm going to throw a long shot at you, and and tell me what his odds are. I will. Because he's got two already in the the playoffs. He had two in the regular season. With Jarius Sneed. Sneed is nine nine and a half to one. So not as long as you think. Not as long as my long shot, who is Tyron Matthew at 18 to one. Does he rush the I like Matthew a lot. Oh, yeah. He blitzes. Levante David, 20 to one. And Dominican Sue, nine and a half to one. Hitchens, 25 to one. Sorensen, 30 to one. Does Hitchens have legs that work? Uh, Jordan Whitehead, 25 to one. And then who you guys talked about. So you have. Chris Jones at five to one, Frank Clark six and a half to one, Devin White eight to one. Uh, you had the Sue Sneed at nine and a half to one, and then Alex Okafor at thirteen to one. I mean, so, Devin White eight to one is probably the play. It's probably the play, right? Without it's probably question. the play. So let's question. let's transition here. Um, <laughs> the only other pit prop that I wanted to throw out there is, by the way, guys, there's going to be a lot of points in this game. If you can take both quarterbacks with their completions, it's also a good one. Uh, Mahomes is twenty eight, Brady is twenty five. Uh, I would parlay those if you can do a prop builder. And then the last one that I would say is that the more first downs of the game will be Kansas City because Tampa is more of a big play offense than Kansas City is, which is crazy to even think about. I like Kansas City in that spot, but I'm not as confident about those. I love my three picks. Anyone else want to throw some out? Go ahead, Connor. I I want to do one Canada-centric one. Does the weekend mention Canada? At plus no. 400, you can take yes. I don't think so. People, when they get down to the States from Canada, all they think about is being American. So I'm going to go with no. Uh, Let's transition. The next topic of this podcast is storylines. And this is obviously something that Ian brought up in the playoffs that we want to continue. So I want to go around the horn before we get to the picks. What is your favorite storyline of this game? Ryan, let's start with you. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously there's some obvious ones where, you know, Mahomes versus Brady and stuff like that. But what interests me about this game is it's Tampa defense and how well they've played in the playoffs and the injuries on Kansas City's offensive line, which to me is could very well be the game, is how well Kansas City's banged-up offensive line can play. Um, you know, obviously they're – They've been missing Schwartz all year and Osemele all year, and then they just lost Eric Fisher. So I think they're only their center has played every game this year at center. Everybody else has been rotated around in different spots. So to me, it's how well does Kansas State's offensive line play against this Tampa D? Because I think that that could very well be a deciding factor in this game. I I, I love that. I, you know what? It's crazy. I forgot. I forgot that Mitchell Schwartz was like there. I mean, oh man, that's crazy. That is a that is an elite offensive line that's missing a lot. Um, I mean, it, it, I think I think Tampa's defense in general. I mean, against the offensive line, obviously, but Tampa's defense in general is going to be a real storyline. You know, there, there just aren't many people on the planet who can deal with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey at the same time. But I do think if any defense is physically, physically up for that challenge, it's someone with the speed, the strength, and the physicality of Tampa. I just think that defense is a major storyline in general because you know you know Mahomes is going to ball. You know Brady's going to have his moment. But if that defense can find a way to even to, to slow down, to distract, to get out of rhythm that KC offense – then th- this turns into a Tampa lock quickly. Yeah, and like the to me the, the the question on Tampa's defense is what's the health of their two safeties, Whitehead and Winfield. True. Those well, two White, Whitehead coming. was just downgraded to doubtful. So, yeah. so you know those two are going to be big against this team where you need a lot of cover guys because you need a lot of guys who can cover a lot because Kansas City will throw four or five wide all the time. Tampa's got fast linebackers who can cover. Um, you know, Levante David's a little bit better at that than Devin White. Yep. But, you know, you need those two safeties to help cover the extra guys, the, 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 to cover the Scotty Millers and the – or sorry, the McCall Hardmans and the Sammy Watkins. And, Sean, so, before you – sorry, Ryan, let, let me just follow up with this. Yeah. So I want, you to, I want you to come back to me. You mentioned Andy Reid. Andy Reid is unbelievable. I'm so glad he got his ring so we can finally recognize how magnificent of a coach this guy is. I'm not saying that this is not a comparison, but Todd Bowles as a defensive coordinator is as good as it gets. It's just a fact. And I, if you are talking about, you know, Andy Reid drawing stuff up, I, I don't know how many defensive coordinators, you know, maybe Vic Fangio when he was a coordinator, how many defensive coordinators are up to that challenge like Bowles will be. Do you have any thoughts on that? He's undoubtedly a great defensive coordinator. He's, he's outstanding. And he was put in a tough position in, in, in New York. I, I get that. And, and listen, was he a great head head coach? No, he had tough time management and all that kind of stuff. But as a defensive coordinator, dude is a oh. stud. I know you were asking Ryan, but I did want to jump in just to, no, just to jump give in. a little bit of praise. I, I, I think that he's been great. He deserves he knows, credit for he this. He knows when to blitz. He knows how to utilize his personnel. He knows when to go into when to go into cover and when to when to be man to man. I just I listen, I'm not the smartest football guy. 
but he makes watching that team. And, and I said this earlier on the podcast uh, with, with Bruno Ian, I've never been the biggest fan of theirs. Their defense is kind of like their offense to me where it's very feast or famine in a sense that, but they feast more than they famine where it's like four or five plays a game that just change the entire outcome of what the game is going to be. The bend, but don't break. It's not fair to say about them, but they do give up points. It's just that they don't give up the points when it's going to kill them. You know what I mean? Like that, that's just, that's kind of what I feel about this, this defense. And if I can just, you know, we'll, we'll jump back to Ryan. This, listen, we're, this is an open, open forum. It he also goes, just felt like Bowles deserved. He deserved his minute. minute. Yeah. He deserved yeah. his minute. You know, the biggest storyline for me, you know, well, so the secondary storyline for me has got to be the Chiefs defense. It's just how can they handle this? But the biggest storyline is the Mahomes-Brady thing. I, I know it's chalk. I get it. But this could be the passing of the torch. This could be Tom Brady meeting Pat Mahomes at center, at center field, shaking hands at the end of the game. You did it. You're, you're the new guy now. That doesn't mean he's going off in the sunset. But it could be that. Either Ryan Clark or Dan Orlovsky, I can't remember which one, was on Get Up. And they said this. They said, this is the biggest game of Patrick Mahomes' life. And now, granted, right? ESPN, you know, I, I'm not the guy that's like, you know, is going to bash on ESPN because it's the, you know, it's the trendy thing to do. But, you know, obviously it's a takey. The morning shows are takey, right? That's, the that's how you have watchers, yep. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. So... I think it was Clark, but I don't want to put words in his mouth if it wasn't. And Clark's outstanding, by the way. He said that this is the biggest game of Patrick Mahomes' life because if he doesn't beat Brady now, he can never catch Brady in the future. And now, again, I'm. do I think that's true? I don't know. I think that's really hard to put on a kid who's, what, 25, 26? I mean, that's a lot to put on a kid. So – I want to ask Ryan, Sean, and Connor, right? Connor, you go first. Do you agree with that? That was my storyline. Like, that was it. Like, can Mahomes beat Brady after Brady beat him two years ago and have it be somewhat of, like, a passing of the torch? Like, congrats, you slayed the beast. You're the guy. I'm tagging you in. But can Mahomes be – now, again, he's got a long way to go. But I think to your point, Ian, the big thing is if he goes one and one, and he lost to Brady when Brady's 43 years old. Can you overcome that narrative can you be the goat? at the end of your career? And I think, to your point, no, I don't think you can. I think you can. So he was a rookie. Have... Well, he wasn't a rookie. No, no. If he no, loses this now. this time, now. Oh, this where, game. where all of a sudden Brady what then has seven. So then even if Mahomes wins, like with the LeBron thing, where Mahomes wins six, but he has better stats than, Mah- than Brady has. Right. Over right. his head is always going to be, yeah, but when you were in your prime, you lost to Brady when he was 40 fucking three in the first year with a new team. It almost yeah, became like Brady with Eli, where it's like, yeah, you did all this, but you really like you couldn't exactly. Eli. Yeah, exactly. Right. And yet he had to win three more Super Bowls just to prove that, oh, no, 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 I, yep. I, I'm the best. I am the go. Yep. Right. And, and again, is this unfair? And then I want to hear from Ryan, but is this unfair to put on a kid? Sure. Right. But I don't think Patrick Mahomes is sitting at home like I have to win this so I can eventually catch Brady. I just don't think he's wired that way. But it is an interesting talking piece because, mm. again, for Mahomes to catch Brady, like, particularly if Brady wins, right? But even if he doesn't, he's got to go a long, long way. Brady may be the most dominant athlete of our life 
right? It's like him, Michael Phelps, Michael Jordan. Like it's not a lot. Serena Williams. Usain it's not Bolt. a long list. Usain Bolt, Tiger Woods. I mean, this is not a long list. So Ryan, I got to ask you if, is this the biggest game of Patrick Mahomes' life? Because if he doesn't win, it means he can't catch Brady. I, I think it's the biggest game of his life, but I, have, I don't think it's anything to do with Brady. Okay. And I mean, like, I, I just, I just don't think it's fair. Right. Because and I mean, I, I'm not big on the, you know, comparing players and who's better than this guy, but there is nobody even remotely close anywhere, anywhere in Tom Brady's orbit that has done what Tom Brady's done to say that Agreed. Mahomes, even, even if Mahomes beats Brady, there is a high an enormous likelihood that Mahomes never catches Brady in, in Super Bowl appearances, never catches him in Super Bowl rings. Absolutely. There's, like, oh, I agree with that. The way it is. But this I've could also be the just nail, mean on the Mahomes the nail the, side. Yeah, but this could right. be the nail, the, the nail in Mahomes' coffin right. before he right. even starts. Yeah, that's the question. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think that, you know, Mahomes is even remotely thinking about that because it's just there's just too big of a gap, right? So You guys are being way too logical. Be hot takes. Yeah, no, it's a, it's not even a hot takey thing though. It's it's more so just a future thing. Does yeah. Patrick Mahomes for one minute, okay, think about every day how he can catch Tom Brady as the, as the greatest ever? I, I mean, I, I just don't think he's wired that way. I think he's wired in the way that he wants to go out, dominate, and have fun. These like, guys I, are all just, about win the next game. That yeah, I, th- I, I don't game. think he thinks about that. Is it unfair to put on that kid? Sure. But I think it's a worthwhile discussion because at the end of the day, who are we kidding? Can right? anyone else? Can who anyone are we else? kidding? Go ahead. Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Who, who are we kidding? Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback any of us have ever seen. Period. End of story. Full stop. The only discussion was Rodgers. And sorry, it's not a discussion. Right? Like, it's not a ridiculous thing to think that, like, if Mahomes – like, we're talking his first three years – we're talking MVP year one, only lost because D Ford's a dipshit and stood offside. Year two, <laughs> Super Bowl. Year three, potential Super Bowl. Like, it's okay to think about that this could be the greatest we may ever see. Yeah, year one MVP, year two, Super Bowl, and Super Bowl MVP. And year three, who knows what we're going to get. I look, I look at this as, can anyone else just hear Skip Bayless 10 years from now when Mahomes has won five Super Bowls? Yeah, but he lost to Brady when, he, when, he was, when Brady was 43. 43. I, I never lose in my Jordans. I, I don't know. I just, I just hear if that. If Skip Bayless uh, still has a job in 10 years, we got a big Of course problem. he will. They'll still be paying him. They'll still be paying him. But let's get to the picks. Uh, uh, Ian, that was a great transition. Uh, well, sorry. That was a great pivot. I, I like that question. I disagree with our guests. I agree with you. I think that it is a relevant thing to think about. But let's get to the actual game itself. The Kansas City Chiefs are truly on the road as they go to Tampa Bay to play in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are favored by three. That is minus 120. The Bucks are plus three at even money. Chiefs to win the game, minus 165. Bucks to win the game, plus 145. The total is 56 over under, over minus 105, under minus 115. I drew that out as we, as we know, the Super Bowl is all about gambling. Let's go to you, Connor. Who is your pick for the Super Bowl? I'm going with Tampa and I'm going with the under. Even with their safeties being banged up, like this defense is, uh, this is probably the only defense that could match up with this Chiefs team and slow them down just enough to either keep up or win the game outright. So I'm, I'm going to take the points. Yeah, I'm going to go Tampa too. Um, I just think Tampa's 
the best team in the NFL right now. I think they they do everything well. They got Fournette going now, so you know just the fact that they're the underdog kind of makes it more you know Easy. easier to pick. <laughs> but you know, to me, I just I think Tampa's going to win this game. I think Tampa's the better team. They got the better defense. Now, I mean, the one thing Sean briefly brought up was the uh, in the storyline segment was the was Kansas City's defense. And, and the one thing I'll say is that Kansas City's defense is not flashy, but they always seem to get the job done. And Steve Spagnuolo gets he gets that defense going. And Unless they play they're playing well. Las Vegas. Yeah, I know exactly. But you know they. So, like, when you're looking for a mismatch, you're kind of like, well, is it the Tampa overs, the Kansas City D? Probably it is. But Kansas City's defense, they find a way, and they keep things close, and, you know, they they force a lot of field goals, not touchdowns. So, but, you know, I think, I think Tom Brady's just rolling right now. He's got too many weapons, and the defense is just too good. So, I'm taking Tampa. I, I, I have to say – I don't remember what it looks like to see Pat Mahomes lose. Like, I know that Raider game, but, like, I just don't remember. You're talking, like, like really lose. Yeah, that game was so inconsequential that, like, okay, like, it is what it is. I don't remember, right? And, you know, because I'm with these guys. I mean, to sit here and pick against that in a spread that small, because, honestly, I think the fact that it's three is kind of bullshit. I think it should be one or one and a half at absolute most. And most Super Bowls are. It should be. It absolutely should be. And the fact that it's three makes me want to pick Tampa even more. It's weird to think about what it's like to see Patrick Mahomes lose. And well, but there's two different things there. He doesn't have to cover to lose. Sorry, my point no, no, is I understand. the other way. I understand. Right? He he can win and not cover. Yeah, I'm picking the game though. Right? I'm picking the game. I mean I try not to get too cute when it's spreads of three, you know, mm-hmm. um, because again, it, it, it obviously it matters. There are games that are decided by one or two, but the math suggests that it won't be, you know, like there's, there's only two numbers that you can lose to basically. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm picking the game and, you know, I came in here today really thinking that I, that Tampa Bay is an absolute lock. And I think the balance is, I think the balance is a big thing. You know, you can talk about who the best players on the field are, right? And you can argue that Kansas City has the, the, the best three. But then where does it go after that, right? Does Tampa have the next best 10? Uh, Chris Jones. Do they have the next best 11 of, 10 of 11? You know what I'm saying? So I, I think this may be the best team that Brady's brought to a Super Bowl in, I don't know, a decade? Well, since the undefeated season. So 2007? So 14 oh, well, years? Yeah. No, there, like, I, even, there has even, to be another team in there. Well, even that Seattle win, it that was a good team, but and yet they still should have yeah, lost. Yeah, I guess it was Darrell Revis. And, you know, well, again, no, it was like prime Gronk, prime Edelman. Amendola, I, I get it. Walker. I get it. Yeah. 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 We're talking about Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? This is the best team he's brought here. He, he hasn't had a Patriots defense like this. So I, I think 
before I finally make it official, I just want to talk roadmap for a minute. Mahomes is Kansas City's best player. And I'd like you guys' feedback on this. But what makes Kansas City go is Tyreek Hill. And because of the... Tyreek Hill is like Stephen Curry. The gravity that Tyreek Hill causes the defense to stretch and stretch and stretch. Same way Curry does. The amount of attention that Curry gets, it makes everything around his Warriors teammates easier. That's exactly why the Warriors are still afloat this year, having a not very good roster. Tyreek Hill does the same thing. So if we are getting a Tyreek Hill game, not even necessarily where he's going off for 200 yards and two touchdowns, but if we're getting a game where he is consistently being dangerous and stretching up the defense then I think Kansas City walks in this one because Kelsey just becomes too dangerous at that point. For Tampa to win, obviously you got to deal with Hill. But I think, honestly, I think the running game is super important here. And if you can get, you know, a 100-yard game out of, out of playoff Lenny, then I think it's a walk for Tampa. You know? So I was going to go Tampa. I don't want Tampa to win. I don't want to go chalk and everyone picks Tampa. So I'm going to roll with the best player in the NFL. And I'm going to roll with Pat Mahomes. And I'm going to go with Kansas City. Well, you wouldn't have had to go alone. You wouldn't have had to be the only one on. Oh, I'm with you? Shit, I need to change. You you would not have been a three Tampa before you got to me and everyone goes Tampa. I'm going Kansas City. Do I want to bet against Tom Brady in a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Does Tampa have the better defense? Unequivocally, yes. Do they have a, a more balanced wide receiver core? Probably. Probably. I mean, don't they just have an objectively better wide receiver core? Uh, let's mm-hmm. go say pa- let's say pass catching core. My apologies. They have a more balanced pass catching core. Absolutely. But to me, Ian actually brought up my biggest point which was who has the best position players on the field and the top three are on kansas city now yes of all time no no but it's now this is pat mahomes time am i cheering for tom brady no of course so yes emotion comes into this do i love the three no kansas city doesn't cover football games they do not cover football games so my bet is Kansas City money line with the over. The over is an absolute fucking lock. Tampa has scored 30 straight in their past seven games. And Kansas City can score with the best of them, even against a defense like this. It's sad, Connor. I know you wanted me to be all joy. We had a lot of fun crying. picking you're these crying. games. I'm not crying, you're crying. I'm not crying, you're crying. We had a lot of fun picking these games. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to watch the potential passing of the torch. And even if they lose, I'm excited to watch what could happen with this team. Because you can say anything you want about Tampa Bay. You can't say they're not exciting, intriguing, interesting. They are all of those things. And when it comes to this matchup, I agree with all of you. I think three is too much. But to Ian's, to Ian's point, when, it, when it's three and not three and a half, you pick winners. And I'm taking Kansas City. My bet, as I laid out my props, which I will, I will take all of them, my, my bet 
is Kansas City money line with the over. And if so, I really want to be a chicken shit, I'll do a, a seven point tease Chiefs plus four with the over at 49. If I really want to be a chicken shit. So before we move, before we move on, Ryan Connor, take a minute. I want you to give us the thing that you are most excited to watch for in this football game. Not halftime, not props, not Gatorade color. Football. What are you most excited to watch in this football match? Connor, you go first. I'm excited to watch Gronk in the trenches. Like that, he's been he's been he's been amazing in the trenches this year. That's it. I, he's been awesome to watch. I want to watch it again. Uh, Ian, you said something about playoff Lenny getting over a hundred yards. I think that's going to happen, and I think a lot of it's going to be because of how be because of how great he's been in the trenches this year. You know, I, that's what I love about Gronk. He doesn't have to be catching the ball to have an insanely awesome game that helps out his offense, and that's what I'm the most excited about. I love it, Ryan. I'm gonna go the other way because I mean I, I know you talked earlier about you know this Kansas City offense runs through Tyreek in some way. I kind of think it runs through Kelsey and Kelsey. But just to clarify, sorry, yeah, just to clarify, and then I promise you can go. Just to clarify, I don't think the offense necessarily runs through Tyreek. I would say what makes this offense as petrifying as it is is his ability. That's my point. Is that the reason that this offense hits hits the stage that it hits where it feels unfair it's and because you're of Patrick Buffalo. Mahomes. No, of course, of course, okay? But the threat of Tyreek to just pop to just like that. I liked your Curry analogy. It, I like his Curry to 11. Yes, he does. The gravity of it. Cuz Curry might not so, even be the best player on that on that Warriors dynasty. It was probably Durant, and yet he made that the scariest thing in the world. Them. Yes. So that so just to clarify that, Ryan. I yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I I guess I agree with that. You know, I I still think Kelsey's the weapon on this team on outside I Mahomes. I, I think he's and just his. So now you get to see, you know, he is completely torn up everybody this year. So now you get to see whether or not the Tampa Bay defense, who in theory has better weapons on defense to be able to handle Kelsey, whether or not they can. So, you know, it's, it's those linebackers and those safeties that they can handle Kelsey. Then I think, you know, Tampa Bay is going to be going a long way towards winning this game. Sean, what about you? What's your last, your last thing you're excited to watch in the game? We're just talking X's and O's football. Just football. This, this Tampa Bay offensive line has been fantastic. I am excited, and we all know Tom Brady's kryptonite. Can you rush for and get get to him? Yep. So can Frank Clark and Chris Jones have the best games of their life and make this an absolute travesty for him while dropping into coverage against those five, six pass catchers that they have? That's what I'm really excited to see. Because if they do that, I think think it's a wrap. But do I think it's going to happen? No, but I'm excited to watch. I have to say, if uh, I'm going to give you mine and then we can go. What we've seen out of this Chiefs team in the past two years is, you know, everyone gives them credit that the Warriors light, you know, like 
uh, they hit the home runs. They're flashy. They, you know, they, they smile, they dance, they have fun. The, the, thing that, the thing that excites me the most about this Chiefs team and the thing that I respect the most about this Chiefs team is how when they get down in the game, it's all good. You go to that sideline, Pat's going everyone, guys, we're us. What are we worried about? You know, Hardman fumbles that ball, right? And they all go to him. Yeah, and they all go to him. And they're like, dude, it's us. What are you worried about? Yep. You know, through the game, we're feeding you. Right, right. And that is a team, right? That's not an assembly of pieces. That is a team. So watching them, if Tampa goes up early, which they could. Oh, they will. They will. They strike early and the Chiefs come out slow. Yes. I think that is going to be epic to watch because Mahomes did it a year ago. He did Twice. that comeback shit. Twice. He did that comeback shit. So we're in range. And if he does it again, like, like what are we talking about? We are talking of like, that is epic if he does it again. And I think it's, it's in range. It's in range. That's nice. what I am looking more, much most forward to for sure. And I think you will. Connor, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for being a part of our journey through the, through the NFL season. No, we're not doing pro ball, whatever the hell's going on next week. Tomes, we missed you. Ian, please yes, sign off the final football podcast of the 2021 football season. Well, I have to say, boys, uh, getting to do this with you um, – was amazing. It was great fun for me. I always look forward to Thursdays because I love football, as you guys know. That's why I sort of um, get caught ranting and raving a little bit on these Thursday podcasts or cutting you off. And if I do, I apologize just because I love the game. But I shouldn't do that. I'll work on it for next year. Uh, but it was – I can't believe we made it. This season is well, – I, I can't believe they made it happen, what we did. But I really appreciate you guys coming on. All was good. All was good. Uh, I won our fantasy league, so uh, take that, take that to the face, Ryan. Take that, and uh, oh yeah, take that. So I appreciate everyone listening. Thanks for checking us every Thursday. Send Ryan a hug via the internet so he feels better about me roasting him. I love you guys, and as always, brothers.